tell him about the time we faced him. All right. Well, as I remember... At Avenger headquarters... Welcome to the Marvel D&T Evolution podcast with myself, Andy Stead. I'm Jarian Gibson. And we are joined this week and for the next five weeks by Jamie Smith. How are you doing, Jamie? Not bad at all. Hopefully be able to keep that up, but <laughs> you're, you're committed. You're here. That's it. Yeah, I've said yes. I can't do I can't not know. That's exactly it. Yeah, you're here. Um, so Jamie's on to uh, give us his well-educated opinion on Moon Knight over the next five weeks or six weeks, including today. So, uh, yeah, obviously we started last week, which we'll get on to very shortly. Um, but uh, how have we both been? How you been, Jarin? All right? Yeah, pretty good. Busy week uh, work-wise, but uh, doing pretty good. Seems like uh, a lot of news week uh, this week and seems like a lot of Morbius and Moon Knight stuff. So we'll be tackling both of those today. Nice. Um, you said you said work. Like I assumed you just did this for your work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how cool would that be? I um. Uh, so I I know you guys know, but maybe listeners don't know. I do a lot of um, uh, grassroots football or soccer coaching. Um, a lot of volunteering there, and um, uh. People say to me, oh, I didn't realise you had an actual job. I thought this was your job. And I was like, no, I wish it was, but it's not. I wish I got paid for this. But uh, yeah, the amount of hours that I put into it. And this is similar to this. You know, I mean, we obviously we do this for fun and we do this because we enjoy it. But uh, it'd be great if we did one day get paid for it, wouldn't it? But uh, how are you doing, Jamie? You all right? Yeah, not bad. Working, working as usual. Extra working. sore hands this week. <laughs> extra sore hands. <laughs> Always sore. Just extra sore this week. Jamie works with a hammer, by the way, everybody, if you're listening. Um, Lisa's on. Hello, Lisa. Oh, and she said her son Zander is watching too. How yeah. you doing, Zander? Yeah, nice I've got a son called Zander as well. Ah, well, there we go. Same spelling. And, you, and, and, and your son's big, his first name begins with an X as well, doesn't it? Jay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Blimey. Lots of X's in the house. Lots of X's. Um, so, uh, I mean, if anybody that's listening, Lisa, I know you're there. Zander's there as well. If you've got anything that you want to chip in with, you know, feel free to drop us a comment. We'll see what we can do. Um, before we get stuck in on the news, I'd sh- I thought I'd just show off the latest uh, the latest Funko that's joined our collection here at this house. And this is a little uh, Merpool or Mermaid Deadpool is the metallic one. It's actually my wife's um, Mother's Day present. She she saw it. She went. I quite like that. That could be a Mother's Day present. Like, yeah, Mother, yeah Mother's Day like present. <laughs> In all fairness, she said she saw it. She said, "I'd like. I really like that. That could be a Mother's Day present." And I was like, "I'd already bought it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's already in, it was already in the basket, paid for." Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's all good. Um, so yeah, that that's that's my latest little addition to my collection there. But uh, and Jamie's in front of his Moon Knight wall. Mm-hmm. I know you've nice. I know you've posted it. I know you've posted it to the group, but that's yeah, that's nice. That is nice. And did you see the new the new Funkos that were released? Yeah, I've already oh, pre-ordered them. Yeah. <laughs> <Both> them. <laughs> They're already there. They're already yeah. there. Um right, okay. So let's get through a few pieces of news first, Jaren, shall we? Yeah, so um Morbius released uh this week with a lot of not so good feedback and it's opening box office weekend was 39 million with bad reviews 
Um, but it does have the second worst audio score for any Marvel movie. Uh, just just sitting behind 2015's Fantastic Four release. Um, and then it also opened to a worse Thursday night box office hall since the New Mutants. So it, it's not doing well. Um, a lot of people says it, it feels rushed. It, there's some mixed things. They don't get uh, how um, Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes slash Vulture fits in. So I don't know. It, it seems like Sony was back on the right track for a while, you know, with, with Venom movies, you know, Venom and, and Venom 2. Um, I, I know Mark Relaford from the group said so he liked it better than Ven- Venom 2, which that, that sounds good from, from Mark. Um, but there's not a lot of good things out there on this movie. Mm, it's uh, it's looked like it struggled, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. But then, I don't know. I d- as you said, it's, it seems to have been rushed. I think, from what I understand, some of the connections to the wider universe, uh, without trying to spoil anything, uh, are the things that have been rushed with this. And um, seem confusing. Yeah, that's it. I mean, is it time? Is it? I mean, is it time that they just sort of, you know, cut their losses and and gave not gave the rights back? That's not what I mean. But do what they've done with Spider Man and just said, look, let's bring this this universe in. Or are they trying to do that? I mean, again, without spoiling anything, I mean, we see what happened at the end of uh, Let There Be Carnage and how that kind of tied in a little bit with No Way Home. Are they trying to do the same? From what I understand, again, I don't want to say anything too much, but um, from what I understand. There's little tidbits of that in, and as we know, Michael Keaton's uh, vultures in there as well to some degree. Um, so, are they trying? Are, are they trying to sort of bring it all together? And is that what's going to happen? I don't know. What's I mean, if anybody's got any thoughts on that on the group that's listening, drop us, I, the, drop us a message. What's your thoughts, guys? I just hope that this isn't a sign for projects like uh, Craven, and mm. then um, Madam Web. Um, and the other rumored projects that are coming uh, for Sony, hopefully they can they can turn it around. I often wonder though if, that if this movie suffered from the delays, because what it got delayed t- two or three times, didn't it? As far as pushback, so I just wonder that. I also read that after No Way Home, I believe they reshot a lot of Michael Keaton's uh, scenes in the movie. Remember we talked back in December about reshoots and Michael Keaton. So it seems like, you know, maybe all that changes, you know, who knows, but hopefully they get back on track. Cause I think their next project release is Craven. Mm. Uh, when so you out, uh, next year sometime, I think it's like mid next year supposed to be out. I'm, I'm, um, I'm a little bit worried for that one. And, and I'm not worried because I don't think it's going to be good. Cause I just really want it to be good. Cause I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is, is brilliant. And um, Craven's such a great character that I don't want it to be ruined. Cause if it's ruined, it, you, you then kind of, you're then back to square one again, aren't you? Yeah. That's what, that's my opinion on it anyway. So well, did they not go back on a lot of the Morbius stuff and take out some of the references apparently? Like some I of the think, references. Yeah, they changed it up a little bit and some of those things. So I don't know. I'll probably I'm I'll probably still go see it in the theater one of these days when I have a, a down afternoon. Yeah, I'll probably check watch it out it as well. But yeah. Mm. RMC's on. How are we doing? What's up, RMC? The yeah. RMC. Of the um, next bit of next? news, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, the next oh, bit of no, news, no, no, no. Um, Multiverse of Madness. I said last week it was around two and a half hours, um, but it looks like for ticket sales are coming up soon, I think this week. Um, and Fandango is listing, website is listing at two hours and six minutes. So 
about a half hour shorter than originally uh, mentioned. So I wonder if a lot of things made the cutting room floor. Um, I know that Bruce Campbell said that his cameo may have been cut in one of his tweets uh, a while back. Ooh. Um, he, he wasn't sure. Yeah, he said he, he, he filmed the cameo for it, but he said he didn't know if it made the final cut or not. So um, I wonder what changed after No Way Home, um, you know, what, what they went back. So I know that the beginning of this year, they were doing a lot of reshoots. Um, maybe the retool things, because uh, originally it wasn't supposed to come out before No Way Home. Or, or am I thinking that wrong? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I'm sure Multiverse of Madness was, it would have been out already. It would have yes, come out in March. Yeah. yeah. yeah so no I Way Home was late as well. Yeah, yeah, so with all this reshuffling, you know, they're, they're retooling things. So two hours and six minutes there at the final cuts. Uh, next piece of news. I was going to say, does that same short for me, that same short? Um, I don't think it's so. I, I think it's, it's shorter than Black Widow, you know, time wise. But I guess it all depends how the story goes and, and what they show and, and how it fits. As long as it all fits together and and so forth, I think it'd be fine. Uh, I know one thing, this movie was reported to be longer, you know, even more longer than two and a half hours originally. Yeah. So I know those cut scenes and the extra scene stuff when it comes out digital release is going to be interesting to see what actually didn't make the cut. Mm, yeah, there was a, there was a, a comment in the group the other week, and it said, "I'd quite happily watch a Marvel movie for four hours, but I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think like the normal cinema goer would 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 want to do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I totally agree. I would quite happily watch it, but yeah, I don't know. For this, for me, this seems like there's a lot that could happen. You know, Multiverse of Madness itself is a, quite a big title, isn't it? And it kind of it it, it sort of." it says that a lot's going to happen. There's multiverses, there's multiple things that are going to be going on. And we've only got two hours or two and a bit hours to, to get this in. So, I mean, I trust them. I trust that they'll do a great job. It just seemed, in, in my opinion, when I heard that, I just thought, oh, that seemed a bit short. It could but, be just a fast-paced movie. Instead, yeah. instead of drawing yeah. things out, maybe they, they cut some things that, you know, kind of drew things out. Maybe it's just a fast-paced movie yeah. from, from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, it's not an origin movie, is it? You know, we've no. got... We've got, we know Strange, we know Wanda, obviously, we know uh, Mordo, we know Wong. There's going to be other characters in there, obviously, that, you know, we know, I say we know, we're, we're pretty certain that uh, Xavier's in there as well, Charles Xavier's in there. So we know him in, in to a certain degree. So, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Illuminati will be new, uh, America Chavez will be new, but, you know, Rintra will be new, but... Uh, who else we'll see in there in the cameos and so forth could be some familiar faces, but you know, we'll see. So yeah, you're right. It's not an origin story, so they can get right into it that, you know, depending where the time of the movie is, they can pick up right after multi or no way home and, and kind of go through there or whenever this is set in the timeline. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Roxy. The, Roxy's there as well. Hi, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. The latest, speaking of Roxy, the latest uh, teaser trailer did show a monster. Um, and we're not she sure who that good. monster she is. She beat you to it on the group. She beat you to it on the group, didn't she? (laughs) Yeah, so there is a new one out there. Is it Man Thing? Is it is it Chithon? Is it is it somebody is it a protector of um the sanctum or wonder uh wondermore uh the the mountain uh wondergore? I'm I don't know, I'm gonna blank here. Um but um but yeah, so interesting to see what that monster ends up being. Um I'm on Roxy's side about Chithon because we know that Darkhold is in this movie. We know there's there's the out um, there's not the out but the uh, the continuation from uh, WandaVision 
series with her having the dark hold. You know, we know there's some stuff going on with Wanda in the film. So I think I'm leaning towards Chithon, um, of that creature being. So yeah, there was that picture that Roxy shared, weren't it? And it was yep. very similar, wasn't it? So yeah, I do agree. Sorry, Jamie, go on. So I thought it looked similar, like the skin of it. Like it looked similar. Curse from Dark World. Could it maybe yeah. be something to do with the ether? Maybe. Yeah. It's also yep. not curse because that was terrible, and they're not going to do it again. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, though. I've got a whole book that's to do with Marvel monsters, and I did say yesterday that I was going to get it down and have a little look, but I haven't got around to it yet. I think I kind of my mind was made up when I saw that picture that Roxy shared of, of Chiff on, and I was like, yeah, that's going to be it. Surely yeah. it looks too similar. But I mean, who knows? Um, would they would they reveal that character in a teaser or in a, in a TV spot? Don't know. I mean, you look at the glass too. It's in the glass, among other things. Mm-hmm. From the from the original poster, so yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks more like a mindless beast, though. So would make would waste him to just make him just like a throwaway mindless beast. I don't think oh. so. Yeah, yeah no, too. that's it. Yeah, I mean, I did think at one point that it could have been some sort of evolution of abomination, but I think it's too far. It's 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 too it's not enough like him at all. Do you know what I mean? Um, because obviously with Wong, that connection that we got from Shang Chi. And I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Abomination in the film helping them fight because obviously you said there's that connection there and something's going on between those two. Mm, yeah. Yeah, RMC thinks it's Chiffon as well. Next piece of news, uh, Ryan Coogler is working on Ironheart. So this was set out there on the premiere of Moon Knight. They interviewed Anthony Ramos, who's going to be playing a mystery role, not just in Ironheart, but going forward. Um. My money's on a young doom, but I won't go too deep into that. But he did mention that Kugler is working on Ironheart, which makes sense because Riri is going to be introduced in Wakanda forever. Um, and we'll probably see that come out of that. I also won't be surprised if we see Riri in Armor Wars as well. Mm. Yep. There's that MIT connection, isn't there? Yep. 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 Good. Uh, That's good. Um, it's good. Ties it all together. We're by night. Disney Plus special has started filming, and that's supposed to be out Halloween this year, time frame. Uh, so that's filming now. So that's going to only be a special. So that should only be like a month or so of filming. Um, so that, that's good that that's back on track for filming. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is filming a scene on Earth. Um, so it looks like they're going to be back on Earth uh, briefly. I'm not sure for what. But also, the other news about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is Kevin Bacon is rumored to be in the film. Um, so maybe they will meet the strongest Avenger or, you know, whoever part of the Avengers, Kevin Bacon, as mentioned in Infinity War. Um, don't know if Kevin Bacon is playing anybody or just playing himself. And they say, hey, they're back on Earth. They run to Kevin Bacon or something. Who knows? Um, yeah, that's great for, great for Peter to meet Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Man, an absolute <laughs> hero. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next bit of news, I Am Groot is releasing in September of this year, according to an updated Disney Plus release schedule. Um, so that should be on September. Um, that's something it's going to be just after She-Hulk, which is going to be around the July, August time frame for She-Hulk. And the last piece of news, which is going to go into our topic of the day, is that Oscar Isaac does not have a contract with Marvel past the Moon Knight series. So the six episodes event. He has no contract, uh, but in the articles out there that I've seen, 
it sounds like he wants to focus on the series uh, before anything else. Um, this does seem like a series two that's not really tied to anything. We know that Stark's not creating some kind of problem like he has in past movies. The Stark theme's gone. This is all new, set just about Moon Knight. Um, but I won't be surprised if um, we do see a tie-in with Wong um, at the end of the series. Um, just for the fact that Wong seems interesting in some of the supernatural stuff. Uh, we saw him with Shang-Chi at the end. Um, there's rumors of Banner showing up in the series. just because of their kind of parallels between Banner and Hulk and um, Moon Knight and multiple personalities. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and one, one thing, always to say anything else about that, but that's all I have for the news today. Uh, talking about uh, the, tying two of those pieces of news together, do you think that we might see Werewolf by Night in Moon Knight? Because correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie might be able to correct me here. Um, Moon Knight was f first appeared in Werewolf by mm -hmm. Night, yeah. and they just I just saw that they um had a little QR, QR code. code. Yep. In the, yeah, in the museum, and if you scanned it, it took you to a picture of that Werewolf by Night thing. Yep. So I don't know whether that was a subtle little, you know, little hint of them saying, "Oh, you know, he might show up in this." It's possible. Um, I don't see. So we don't know where it's going just now. Yeah, we might get a clearer picture halfway through, and you go, maybe it could be a, it could just be maybe a post credit scene at the end, and Moon Knight might show up in this Halloween special. It might just follow that story. Hmm. Well, there's also, two, there's also two that, that shot from the recent trailer that's in the group um, where Moon Knight's or is in the group or is in one of our chats that you see it's in the trailer, but you, you see where Moon Knight is on a roof with somebody else. And that doesn't yeah. look like Haro. That looks like a creature. So mm -hmm. and it's a shot with the moon big in the background. So could we see like a tease of them getting ready to fight on the roof? Maybe we get like a tease of the committee mm -hmm. at the end of this and they're fighting on the roof. But uh, but who knows? But I wouldn't mind seeing some kind of connection, whether it's Blade, whether it's Werewolf by Night, whether it's a tease the man thing, whether it's Ghost Rider, whether it's somebody that kind of pushed this together because Oscar Isaac has said during the premiere that he wants to do Midnight Suns. Yeah. Just before we get too stuck into to Moon Knight, um, but talking about the, the contracting, um, RMC said that, that regarding contracts, um, just read where Kevin said he wants actors not feeling bogged down by contract obligations and excited about their work. So, yeah, I mean, he did come out and say that a little while ago, didn't he? Um, yep. Feige did turn around and say that they weren't going to be giving out or they, it wasn't going to be normal for them yep. to give out long uh, contracts anymore. So we know that um, I think it was said that uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen got a, a longer contract, didn't she? But Recently, it, yeah. Yeah, recently, yeah. But I don't think it's, it's something that it seems like it's something that they want to try and sway away from. And by all by all purposes, when you see Oscar Isaac on the premiere talk about Moon Knight, he's excited about it. So you, you can tell, you know, even some of the work that he did just to prepare for and all the interviews, he's definitely excited for. It. I'm just surprised that well, not by him, but I know he wants to focus on this series, and make sure it, it's a success. But I'm kind of surprised that Marvel just doesn't have like a couple more appearances, not a long contract, but say, hey, you're going to do two or three appearances of Moon Knight and then we'll look at it then and reevaluate, like at least have some kind of following up tie-in. That, that that's the that's the only thing I'm surprised by. You know what this means? They're gonna kill him on episode six. He's <laughs> already dead. Yeah. He's already dead. Yeah. Which I have a theory about that. We'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. So that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. So um 
obviously we've you know we've kind of segued into it a little bit now but it, let's talk about it let's talk about moon knight episode one that's why we've got jamie on you know our sort of resident moon knight enthusiast and yeah. uh, <laughs> and gets like it i don't like using the word expert no i think you nearly did. yeah i nearly did i wouldn't have done. i wouldn't have done because i don't like using it but as soon as you use the word expert people think oh he knows he thinks he knows everything or she thinks she knows everything and then all of a sudden you put yourself on this like odd pedestal and you're like you know there's always room for improvement isn't there mm -hmm. but um you know so um so let me kick off by saying i'm i've only read moon knight in crossovers so i've never read any actual moon knight stuff so i don't know much mm -hmm. about him and even then not a lot if i'm honest um mm -hmm. bits and pieces so i didn't really know what to expect i was i was pleasantly surprised by the, the 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 feel of it i was i was a little bit worried that i don't really know what i was expecting i don't know whether i was expecting everyone was going oh it's going to be dark it's going to be dark and it may still be dark but um i was sort of like are oh, we going to get a completely different feel that i don't like anymore um or not that i don't like anymore that he's just foreign from the mcu yeah. or going to be too light and fluffy for the story that i understand should be there and i think they struck a nice balance to it overall um and for me the the the, the standout is oscar isaac he's absolutely superb i thought um and everyone banging on about his british accent i mean clearly i'm british i've met lots of people that speak exactly like he does mm -hmm. um lots of people that speak like that um and in fact <laughs> the weirder accent or not accent because I don't think she was putting it on, but the weirder way of talking was his boss at the at the museum. Donna. She was she was yeah she was really weird. And I was like she she probably is British and she's like really laying it on thick. But but um I mean I don't want to get too bogged down with the accent thing because I know it's sort of almost like driving controversy. But um from from what I believe and what a lot of other people believe as well is that Mark uh, Spectre is the main personality and he's American. And so he, the, the voice for Stephen, the accent for Stephen is Mark's perception of a British accent. Yeah, exactly. So it's, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a little bit over the top and a little mm -hmm. bit comedic and a little bit too much. You know, it's supposed to be like that. That's what he's, he's not. It's, this isn't Oscar Isaac's best impression of an English accent. You know, this is, this is Mark's impression of an English accent, you know. That's mm. that's just my piece on that. But that's I mean, how I see it. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. What did you guys think of the general sort of feel of the of the show? Darling, you want to go first? Oh, so <laughs> yeah. So it's it's. I've watched this show several times, and Jamie knows in one of our chats that I just keep coming back with different stuff and going back and forth. Um, I like this show because I didn't know what to expect. Um, we, we definitely see some different things from the comics from the show, like Haro. Um, his character was always like a minor role in the comics. What we see now, Stephen Grant's like a billionaire, like Tony Stark in the comics, where in the, in the show we're seeing not a rich Stephen Grant. Um, you, you say that though, if he's got yeah. that, if he's got that flat in London, <laughs> he's loaded <laughs> that massive loft apartment, beautiful. Anyway, yeah, but it seems like they they pulled things, and I've read all the comics because honestly, Moon Knight is a confusing read, and and I've read more, most of the Orioles earlier stuff. I have to read like some of the later runs, but it's uh, it, it's it seems like they've taken bits and pieces and the, have done the Marvel thing to it, the MCU thing to it. But I actually like it because it keeps you guessing. It keeps you trying to figure out what's going on and where things are going to steer going forward. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, just uh, Roxy said that uh, the accent was on purpose because that's not his actual accent. So, yeah, she's uh, she's agreed. And uh, RMC reckons that uh, his boss was funny. Uh, yeah, she was funny. <laughs> but um, and what's Lisa just said there? She said I've watched it twice now, once on my own to check the content, and again today was under. Well, what did you think then, Lisa? You can't just leave it at that. <laughs> Give us your opinion on something. Jamie, what did you think of the general feel with it? I mean, being a being a Moon Knight fan. Even going into it, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. And I told myself I'll go in with an open mind. These things there's gonna be changes, there's gonna be different things in it. And there was. And most of them I'm happy with, I'd say. There's some things there that could be throwaway references. If they are throwaway references, a couple of them could be disappointed. Crowley and the Duchamp on his yep. phone. If they are just throwaway references, that disappointing. But it's not important. Those characters aren't necessarily important. As you said, Jordan, you've read a lot of the, the earlier stuff. It seems to be closer than newer stuff. You don't yep. have much of Frenchy. You don't really have Crowley anymore. He's this points where. Uh, Stephen doesn't have any money. He loses his money a couple of times. He gets it back through whatever ways. But he loses his money, so he, he doesn't need to be rich. He does go times where he's got no money. So he does. I don't think Stephen needs to be rich. Can I ask who? So, so again, I, I genuinely mm. don't know. And I should imagine there's people watching and listening that don't know. Who's Crawley and who's Frenchie? Go. Frenchie is... Jean-Paul Duchamp, he was a mercenary with Mark, best friends for years and years. Um, he was there when Mark died. And basically, he's the pilot for him. He's his, his, his man in the chair sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, Crawley is... He's like an informant, in yep. a way. He's, he's a homeless guy. He basically finds out about street-level threats. Drug deals, drug dealers, okay. things like that. He he'll inform him. He's like quite a. He's homeless. He's quite rough, um, but he speaks. He's like he speaks well to do. Okay, and affluent. They, right. Okay. So, and that and was the presumption that Crawley was the street performer. Gold star, yes, man. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. Do you know what? And in that case, that's because I've seen comments, and I don't know, and I was waiting for tonight to, to ask i think in that case then that's genius he's sitting there he's like a fly on the wall isn't he he's doing mm-hmm. people watching. he's he's working but he's people watching as well you know have you ever done it when you sit in a restaurant uh, or not a restaurant but like a cafe or a motorway truck stop type thing and you sit there and you just look out and you just see people doing things and you hear like over bits of people's conversations and things like that so i think that's a really cool way of getting him to be an informant you know he's, he's mm-hmm. hearing all sorts of things um and if he's well if he speaks well to do as well he was um i think he was in a suit and he yeah looked... gold true performer type role yeah mm-hmm. that's i think that's i think that's quite that's quite creative what they've done with i mean i'm guessing by the sounds of what you just said he's he's a minor character is he a minor but, character but real quick though i agree with rmc here where he says he doesn't think there'll be throwaways i don't think crawley will be because to me mm-hmm. crawley seemed like a pacifying almost comforting presence to steven Mm-hmm. And I wonder if we'll see more of him. We'll see him back talking to him, or if we'll see Crowley in in some other other piece here. Um, a couple things here I want to address real quick too. Um, is uh, was his lease side? I believe was Xander. 
Um, we loved it. It was definitely intense. Xander thinks Moon Knight is a symbiote. Um, we knew nothing about Moon Knight before watching, so it could be off. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure which one who's saying this one. Uh, this that's Raymond. You, Raymond. Okay, I'm glad you guys are covering Frenchie and Crawley, and Jake was not a two in the mirror uh, with the reflections, which we'll, we'll talk about that too as well because there's subtle hints there. We're only seeing two personalities, but there's subtle mm -hmm. hints. A third one is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Crawley being one of them because the relationship that Crawley had was predominantly with Jake. Yep. Right. Okay. So I, I really like that idea that Crawley could be, he, he's almost his best friend, wasn't he? He was yep. sitting down he, and, and the way that Mark um, Stephen spoke to him was like, yeah, see you tomorrow, mate. You know, mm -hmm. it was his best friend, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. um, I still don't think there's anybody on the other end of the phone, by the way, you know, when he's talking yeah. to his mum. I think he's leaving messages to himself or to another personality and kind of like checking in. That's that's in mm -hmm. my thought that he's checking no, in with somebody. It's almost like they're leaving messages to say another personality, maybe someone we haven't seen emerge yet, like Jake, maybe. And he's leaving messages, kind of checking in, you know, because Jake's kind of like the the detective, I would say, type person. He, you know, he kind of uses his persona to kind of find things out, you know, to kind of get into places and and kind of you know get back to the others. So. That, that that's my thought about that nice nice um d d one other thing i wanted to bring up um because uh because i, I guess because i don't know much about the, the comics related stuff i was looking at it from uh, you know in, within itself and um a lot of controversy as well about the the skipping of the fight scenes which i which again i thought was absolute genius i, I tell you what if there was any better way to illustrate to viewers who are watching a television program or a movie how the person how that person feels it was doing that i i just thought that was at first i was like what just happened there and then you get it almost instantly what happened and you're like oh i love that and that car chase um apart from one other thing that i want to talk about in a moment but that car chase was was genius like you just you, you saw everything but nothing at the same time. And you just felt exactly like Stephen, like totally out of control, totally lost, totally, I don't know what's going on, um, but that's how you were supposed to feel. And, you know, we will see fight scenes. We are going to yep. see fight scenes. We are 100% going to see fight scenes. This is all from Grant's point of view. Exactly. This first exactly. episode. Yeah, exactly. But and I thought that was genius, that bit. What you're about to mention, is it what I think you're going to mention? Because there is something, This I've been going back and forth over this, and I'll put it out there. Was that Doom's Castle that we saw oh, that's when, not when he I woke up? Saying. Oh, okay. But when he woke up in the field, was that Doom's Castle? Because they said he was in the Alps, right? They didn't say which Alps. They didn't say the Swiss Alps. They didn't say the Bavarian Alps. There are the Bavarian Alps. That's Doom. There's a castle in a town below. Doom is um, related to magic as well. And there's there's crossovers with between Doom and Moon Knight in the comics also. Um, so are they sub subtitle hinting at Doom? Remember that early trailer too, the picture in the truck where it said Doom in the truck, like something Doom, but we, we it don't was see Vaughn something. Yeah, it was, Vaughn something or whatever. Yeah. yeah, we saw that in the early stuff. We didn't see it in the episode, so that's kind of throwing me off there. Where it's like, is this Marvel messing with us, or is that actually an Easter egg to, to, to say that that this might hint towards Doom at some point? Mm. Well, so um, I know you guys know that I've seen it, but people, yeah, but, sorry, RMC said pure genius. How do you translate multiple personalities to screen? That's how. Yeah, I yep, agree. Exactly. So um, I watched um, Black Summer. Um, I won't bore everybody with what it is, but it's a, it's a zombie thing. And um, there's first sort of two or three episodes of the first season. There's something really brilliant that goes on, and it's a little bit Pulp Fiction-esque where 
something's happening and in the background really subtly just over there in the corner something else is going on and at the time when you're watching this scene from the perspective of this person that you're following that other thing doesn't mean anything it means absolutely nothing and then it, it kind of flip-flops back and forwards and you see those people and then in the background of their piece um of of, of the show the thing that you've already watched is going on in the background over there do you, does that make sense um I wonder whether we might get something similar to that. You know, now that we've built this universe, are we going to get just little bits in the background, you know, sort of like Doom sitting in there having a, you know, a mug of something or other, you know, in his castle. And out the background, there's there's Stephen Grant running down the hill being chased after a couple of guys. And it's just a bit throwaway. I mean, and that's stupid. That 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 shouldn't happen. And hopefully it won't happen. <laughs> hopefully Marvel's writers are more, more intelligent than that. But you get my point. Like, I wonder whether it, something like that could start happening now that we've built this big universe. And then RMC says about that, it'd be unexpected, but you're right. It could be a double cross. And then he also says to your Black Summer reference, he says Black Summer is awesome. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch, I haven't watched it all to check that out. But yeah, anyway, um, no, that wasn't what I was going to say, Joe. Okay. But yeah, who, know, who knows? It could be. It could be. Um, from uh, from the from uh, the source material, then is there ever any crossover between Moon Knight and Doom? Like anything obvious that you could pull from? There's no. actually a cover. There's one of the cover uh, where oh, Moon Knight yeah. and Doom are on the cover. I have to go back and check it. But there's one where it's like impending Doom or something like that, and Doom is in the background, and then Moon Knight's below. And I can't remember which comic it was, but that's the most. Notable one I can think of it as far as Doom and Moon Knight crossovers. It's there, but I can't. It's, it's there, but I can't remember yeah. specifically. You know, Adam, Adam asked me a question earlier on, and I knew exactly what he was talking about, and they just couldn't put it. I couldn't find it. I can't, Adam, I can't remember what it was he asked. Something about Moon Knight. Is it, did this happen? When did this happen? And it's just like, no, I can't find it. I can't find it in my head. There's just so much. <laughs> so before and it just when did that happen what happened yes he's met this person but when and why it's just i think i think that's the same you know even now though we're getting to point in the mcu aren't we where you're like did falcon meet you know pepper at some point mm -hmm. I, don't know, I can't remember yeah he did it was in this movie i can't it's getting to that point now mm -hmm. I mean, uh how many years now uh 14 years of of content that we've got to draw back from. Uh, Raymond's just said he was looking um, in that chase scene at all the boxes and he couldn't see anything that referred to Victor Von Doom. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not in the show, but in one of the earlier trailers, there was a screenshot that had it. It was almost like it was maybe like a throwaway or something or removed in final editing. I'm not sure. The, the, the Von something is on the side of the van as he steals it. Yeah. Like it's, because yeah. It's, you've got the big name which is the big writing, and then there's a little... Cupcakes. Yeah, there's a little, like, line of writing, and it's Vaughn, and it's a really long word. I just can't, I can't see what it is, but the Vaughn is there. Right, quickly, I before we that... go on, because Monty's just watching, and I don't know whether he caught last week, so congratulations to Monty and Brittany on their... Yes, uh, congratulations. I, I, know he's watching. I know he's watching right now, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he just come on and i thought oh i'll quickly quickly say it now while he's listening so congratulations you two um to, to, before we go on to just talking just a little bit more about moon knight itself so something one last thing from me because then after that i'm done um 
<laughs> talking about that car chasing so I, I loved lots of things one thing i was disappointed with um was the quality of the cgi in that car chasing i just thought it was pretty poor with the logs and the it just it something was off in that particular scene the suit up at the end was really cool i thought that was, that was excellent. um but I, the, say it. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're gonna say um but i just thought that car chasing the logs falling down and all of that i, I don't know i just didn't it for me i just thought do you know what i've seen better and i, I was expecting better i don't know if you guys had the same thoughts No, no. Uh, fair enough. Fair I enough. mean, it's it's uh, I know that they went through some reshoots. Um, we know that it's on the back end of the pandemic, so you know, my only thing about CGI is I, I feel sometimes they use CGI when they don't need to use CGI, mm. and that's mm. the only thing I'll say about that. You know, who knows? You know, it, it could be the company they're using, it, it, it could be a time thing. Um, oh, someone goes, uh, by the way, Von D is in the box. Oh, so, but um, um, that's, that's money. The, yeah, it's money. Thanks, money. It, it could just be the timing, the company. You know, where they had to go through some reshoots. Who knows? I'm not gonna hold them to the coals for it. Um, yeah, me, can, sorry, Jay, go on. So I can forgive about CGI if everything else is good. Yeah, yeah, me too. The story's I, good so far. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. I, 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 I do totally agree with that. But I think you could. I, Again, I think you just come to expect a certain level, level. Like, all the time, don't you? And, and when you don't get it, you're like, hold on, what happened there? Um, and it, it just stood out. As a, there's a term that I use, and Jamie might have heard it, but it stands out like a turd in a punch bowl. <laughs> you know, when everything's, when the quality, <laughs> when the quality is so high, you know, all the time. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything in any MCU project and gone, that looked rubbish. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden I thought that and it was like, oh, that's not a fault that I usually have when watching um, a Marvel Studios production. So that was, that was, that's all, that's all. Um, mm -hmm. And, and it, to be honest, as you was just saying, if that's my only criticism of the show so far, you know, well played. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, Arm scene goes about the Doom thing. The double cross would be that they knew we'd see it and figure it's not uh, Von Doom. But then if you really did show up, boom, double cross. <laughs> so they keep us on our toes to keep looking for stuff. And then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm like, oh, it was just, you know, something to throw away. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the, um, the, 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 uh, the guy with the big beak, that's Konshu, yeah? Yep. How you pronounce the name? And and so again, I know we discussed this when you was on last time, Jay. But just for anybody that mm. has no idea who Konshu is, who is Konshu? The god of the moon, the Egyptian god of the moon, and Marx's avatar. Right. So back to life. I was going to just say, what is this avatar thing? Can can somebody explain that? Because I kind of get it, but it's like the live representation on Earth of that god or deity. Okay, so do we think that Ethan Hawke is an avatar of someone? He could be the avatar of Amit. Could be. So, I think I think he could be Amit. He he could be this some something else. Um, but does it seem like I'm going to ask you this, Jimmy, because you're more versed on Moon Knight than I am? Does it seem like Amit is a mixture of Amit and Anubis, or maybe that for some reason with all the the story that that um, that Haro told about the gods and 
and that kind of stuff. Did did Amit take out Anubis and get her powers possibly in the series or some some kind of cross happened there? Because that that line that he said to to Stephen in the in the museum um, about you know the gods and they didn't like what she was doing. She could have prevented all these things and they kind of cast her out. You know, does she come back and get revenge and take over for Anubis? Because the the jackal that's Anubis, right? The jackal's Anubis mm-hmm. in, in in Egyptian mythology. Um, the scales thing isn't the scales thing. Yeah. And the way he's judging people is like when you see people that that have to have the riches to buy their way in to whether they can pass or not. And Mm -hmm. that seems like how Haro is judging people to where they can, they can pass or not. And that's the whole scales thing. So it almost seems like it's a cross of Amit and Anubis or Amit and Anubis to me. Yeah. It would seem seem odd for Anubis to do that because he's like, he's a benevolent God. He doesn't, He's not good. He's not bad. He just lets things be. So it would be strange. But I think because he's got he's got the scales on his arm. Um, I said that Anubis's scales, unless as you said, Amit could have seized control of them somehow. Possibly. That's the only thing I can think. There's um just, just while we're on Ethan Hawke as well. There's um there's a certain gravitas that certain actors can bring to roles, isn't there? And I've said this before about um angelina jolie and people like that robert redford you know they bring these they bring their sort of their wisdom i guess to 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 the to the production don't they and it's just almost like anytime they're on the screen like that that opening scene he didn't even have to say anything and it was just it was quality weren't it he didn't have the music is quality too and perfect where they're doing the music along with stuff yeah 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 i I, you know what i really like the sound in this i thought mm-hmm. the sounds were really great like all the way through like the score and just everything was really there was some atmospheric stuff in there it was um yeah it was really good but yeah um ethan hawk was um was just um yeah i don't know it just had that that kind of feeling when he was on the screen that he demanded attention and demand mm-hmm. yeah do you know what i mean i think that's kind of where he's where he's at, uh, uh, you know, he's an experienced actor, isn't he? So, a couple yeah. of comments here too from the group. Um, Ahmed has definitely had her power expanded upon because she's not that nearly important in the comics. And right. then uh, the next one here, I think we're going to find that Ahmed has made her move and is trying to be proactive with judging life rather than reactive, like Ethan Hawke has said, because that, that's actually a pretty good one right there as well. Um, yeah. Because it's the more- way he talked to Stephen and, and so forth. And speaking of judging, um, I think we saw the DID on full display when when Haro judged Stephen Grant because you saw the scales go go crazy, right? And so mm-hmm. Stephen could be green, you know, um, Mark or even Jake could be red, um, or maybe one's neutral, one's red, and that's why the scales went all crazy. And he's, he couldn't judge. It was like there's chaos in you. That mm-hmm. made that was interesting to me in that scene from what we saw with him um, mm-hmm. judging people prior to that. Mm. Yeah, he sucked the life out of that lady, didn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, that was a bit um, uh, oh uh, Indiana Jones esque, wasn't it? Like that sort of that life just sort of draining out of that that lady, and then sort of dragged her off. She sort of sacrificed herself to the gods, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, um, the uh, that that kind of ain't not ancient. That's not what I'm looking at. The um, Egyptian mythology 
side of it that's the word that i wanted to find mythology that egyptian mythology side of it i think that in itself might bring other people into the into the uh, into marvel may not have been into marvel before but they're into that kind of you know that egyptian mythology and all of that because it's not um i mean i don't know this because i have no real idea and knowledge around egyptian mythology but it's not massively it's taking lots of names and lots of themes and everything from from actual egyptian mythology isn't it it's it's quite sort of true to to a lot of those stories so on the gods you mentioned yeah yeah there you go yeah so i mean again i I don't really know much about it but from what i do know it's taken a lot of that into the show so that could itself bring in different um viewers and we spoke about marvel trying to bring in different viewers into the um mcu and into just marvel in general whether it be comics or mcu or cartoons you know with miss marvel coming up they're going to be looking at a different demographic that they're going to try and get involved and hopefully now they've brought over all these the shows from from netflix and and there's another demographic there they're changing the parental control so are they looking after the sort of older um fan and you know there seems to be they seem to be kind of not branching off i don't mean it like that but kind of um really expanding their their offering mm-hmm. and i think moon knight is slowly starting to do that you know it's a little bit more you got to think a little bit more haven't you so mm-hmm. speaking of different shows and different properties phase four are they starting to bring a theme in for phase four and an artifacts an ancient artifacts type theme because think about it, uh, Shang-Chi, Ten Rings, um, Moon Knight, the Scarab, Miss Marvel's going to have the Bengal. You know, are we going to see any other artifacts pop up in this phase? Or have there already been some other artifacts that have popped up that we haven't noticed? And obviously the Eternals just, yeah. you know, in throughout, you know, history. history. Yeah. Well, she had um, Excalibur, you know, mm-hmm. and we saw Black Knight with, um, with um, the Ebony know. Blade. That's another mm-hmm. artifact. So we are getting artifacts here in these Phase 4 movies because Eternals, Shang-Chi, these TV shows, it's all artifacts. Other than Black Widow in Phase 4, it's all artifacts. And even with, I guess, Spider-Man No Way Home, you kind of had some stuff with the, the eye that he had still in that box that they were even some of the things they did. I don't know. I guess she calls artifacts, but maybe that was a throwaway. But mm. the rest were seeing some kind of artifacts. Yeah, I think, you, I think you're right, <clears throat> Dave, because up until this point, everything's kind of been very new hasn't it um mm-hmm. or sort of since the war since you know since world war ii that's kind of as far back as it's gone um and everything's been very modern and they've not expanded the universe beyond that i mean well obviously guardians and um, yeah. you know a couple of the alien things but on earth they've not expanded that backwards they've not gone backwards to 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 delve into that but maybe you know the whole the whole kang thing is time so and talking about Kang and talking about ancient Egypt, are we going to see Ramatat? Um, is there going to be some sort of connection between Ramatat and um, Amit uh, or Khonshu or Anubis? Or is there going to be some sort of rivalry or war that's been going on between them thousands of years ago? Is that going to tie in somehow, maybe? What if Ramatat is the reason why Amit has expanded powers? Mm-hmm. He's gone back and done something he shouldn't. Yeah, it? there you go. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Raymond said that Deadpool, Moon Knight, Blade, Werewolf by Night, they can't do PG anymore. Um, yep, kind of. RMC right. is trying to accommodate every, trying to accommodate everyone, 
And then also, um, here's an artifacts one as well. That's Monty, yeah. Yep. Good. He said, uh, I think the artifacts and powered items have always been a part of it, but will continue to be, especially now that we don't have the Infinity Stones. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, don't have what do they call it? Is it is it a MacGuffin, isn't it? They call it a MacGuffin, like a thing that yeah. a movie or a show or a story has to kind of revolve around. We've had the stones for so long. We ain't got them anymore. We've got to find something else. So I want to address something here, and I'll talk about the theory that I mentioned to you. So Alex, and hopefully we get Alex back soon, and hopefully he's doing well. Yes. Um, but Alex had a poll the other day. I got to find I should have had it pulled up earlier. But I, yeah, he had a... Um, a poll about um what do we think is going on with the show and with uh with Stephen Grant and along those lines. Um and I said I'd share the theory um in here. Um I almost think right now what we're seeing is like a purgatory type of scenario. Um because we're not it doesn't sound like we're gonna get Bushman in the in the series. So this series could be taken after Bushman had had to kind of do with the downfall of Mark in the desert, right? Um, so what if Mark is already dead right now and he's stuck like in the realm where the gods are stuck at right now? And all this is a, a test um, by Khonshu to see if he's worthy of being his avatar on Earth. Um, and by the time the series ends, um, we find that out. And maybe even we see a Wong connection where Wong comes through a portal to get him out of this realm. Um, but everything he's done on this series of the show, he becomes worthy of being Khonshu's avatar on Earth. And then that's how they wrap up the Egyptian side of Moon Knight by doing this in the sixth episode event. And then going forward, it's all street level Moon Knight and the MCU. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I'm not sure on the former part of what you just said. But I do agree with what you just said on the latter part of that, that. I think that this series will certainly focus on that Egyptian and the history side of it. And it that won't necessarily end. But yeah, he will then be part of the Midnight Suns. Or I, 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 I reckon we'll get... I didn't realise... I don't know why I didn't realise this, mate. I must have seen it in the trailers. But I didn't realise he would be in London. Obviously, I knew that he'd put... He'd, there was an, a British accent. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realise he'd be in London. And we know that... Um, uh, Dane Whitman, so Kit Harrington's uh, Black Knight, he's in London as well, um, and he's just he's just meddled with the Ebony Blade, and we know that Blade spoke to him. So you know all those characters. Sorry, Jamie. Blade's in London as well. Then. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all of those characters are in London. If we do happen to see a werewolf by night um, cameo in Moon Knight, then that person could potentially be in London as well. So we could have sort of four potential Midnight Suns in in London. Um, so that's looking more and more likely, isn't it, that that's going to happen? And I don't know, again, I'm very um, basic knowledge of the Midnight Suns, but what kind of level of threat are they sort of going Mystic, after? Mystical, magical type threats, right. those type of things. Speaking of Dan Whitman, too, they both worked in museums. And what if Dan Whitman ends up being the timepiece at the end of the series, like shows up in Steven's museum? Hmm. Yeah. But uh, RMC said about the theories that I'm bored with this theory. There's plenty of supporting evidence we talked about in the chats, um, but not on the group. And one of those supporting things, and I think Jimmy pointed this out to me or Barb did, 
is that the little girl he initially talks to in the museum tells him he's dead. More or less, yeah. Yeah, more or less, she tells him he's dead. And it must have sucked for you, getting rejected. Yeah. The field of view, you know, that doesn't make sense. I'm not dead. Am I? Oh, Midnight. Sorry, I'm sitting there reading RMC's comment there. He said, I think BK, which is Black Knight, should be in MS. I'm thinking MS. What movie's MS? But he means Midnight Suns. Yeah, but he is, though. In the comics, he is. Mm-hmm. In the comics, he is Midnight Suns. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Black Knight, uh, Blade, uh, Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, uh, Bloodstone, Man-Thing, um, uh, Morbius, uh, Morbius um, Black Cat, um, um, uh, what's the... Agatha's not in it, but in the MCU she could be, mm-hmm. and the same as Daredevil as well. They could be two changes for the MCU. I, I'd still really like to see um, an MI-13. Yeah, they get too as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd really like to see that. Um, Monty's just said there um, an interesting, uh, interesting point regarding that theory. We never, and, and it's kind of something we spoke about earlier, Monty. Yep. Uh, we never hear his mother talk back to him. Um, he's always leaving her a message. What's the significance there? Is this all in his head? I don't believe that per se, but I'm interested in what's up with his mum. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you, Monty. I don't think that there's anybody on our end of the phone. Who sent the postcard though? Yeah, yeah. But John, wasn't there something about the postcard you said was significant? Weren't they Egyptian postcards or there was something on them? And there was something you said too in one of our conversations about the hippo significance, also. Yeah, um, we can tie in your your theory that all his colleagues could be gods, like Donna could be Ooh. Amit. Um, the, the woman he's supposed to go on a date with that could be that, that hippo god because as soon as he finishes that first conversation with her, it cuts to the next scene, and that's when he's handing Donna. The box or the, the towerette, towerette mm. stuff toys that hippo yeah. god woman she could be that and JB the guy at the security he could be someone I don't know some a god that watches I don't I don't know and they're the all there horse horse in the eye you all see the horse, yeah. horse? Yeah. yeah he's got all the CCTV screens right yeah. in front of them mm. and they're all there sort of watching and looking after and being in that same. In that same yeah. environment. And you're talking about the girl that he was supposed to go on a date with. Um, they're talking about the the darkness of it, and I like darkness of a of, of a program. If you say that this program or movie is dark, I don't necessarily. And obviously, I know that a lot of people don't think this, but I don't think that as the tone of it, like the actual tone of it, like the brightness is dark. That's not what I mean. And also, not just the theme, as in violence and you know, um, sexual content, et cetera, et cetera. But that moment when he was at the restaurant and he figured out that he was, he'd lost two days, that look on his face, that like realization that he was, that he was clearly ill and there was clearly something wrong with him. And he was just a broken person. That for me is just as dark as seeing Moon Knight beat the crap out of somebody. Yep. You know, Moon Knight it, beat it, the it, crap it, out of it. Yeah, it's a mind. Yeah, mind, uh, exactly. A mind. Uh, I can't say what I want to say. I'm not gonna say the F word, <laughs> but it, it's mind bending, right? And I'm waiting <laughs> to see. I'm waiting to see that that um, that Tyler Durden narrator type Cornelius type realization with Moon Knight. You know, and I think mm-hmm. we kind of saw that um, at the at the end of the episode in the you know in the mirror when finally um, Mark started talking to Stephen, saying, "I can I can save us." That kind of stuff and. Back to the mirrors, you know, there's times where we see three of them, like three of them in the mirror, 
There's mm-hmm. there's subtle hints the Crawley thing. So there is another personality there. Mm-hmm. They just haven't come out and say it yet. Um, but I think um, we're going to see that Jake come out at some point. Also, just want to call out to I believe Monty, correct me, Punisher. Yes, Punisher is also Midnight Suns as well. Yeah, uh, Lisa's just also said there that, um, yes, yeah, she agrees. That definitely felt dark. When he was ordering the steak, he was clearly broken. That uh, waiter yeah. did him dirty. I did. Well done, steak. What was well done, steak? Because Stephen didn't know any better. And he said, yes, very, very good, very good. And he took that as, you know, the why would the waiter give him the best cut? Well done. Well done. What's wrong with him? Um, Roxy thinks that um, Mark is sending Stephen postcards and phone calls pretending to be his mum's. Um, to keep him occupied, yes, and that, that could be you know, Mark or even, or even Jake, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, He's, it, yeah. I think I, I kind of agree with you there, Roxy. So, Monty, if you're still listening, that's what we reckon. We reckon that he's kind of sending himself messages, and they're almost like coded messages, maybe. Um, but look, listen, we're gonna we're gonna try and wrap it up there, guys, within the hour. Um, um, one more thing, real quick, though. Go on, so the QR code, so there is a QR code we mentioned earlier in the museum that takes you to the first appearance of. Uh, Moon Knight and War by Night. Um, there is a rumor that I, I was reading earlier that there might be a QR code in every episode. Oh, so keep an eye out for that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun trying to spot those. Yeah, so keep an eye out for the QR codes. Um, it's good. It's good. We're, we're we're liking it. We're all liking it, and I think the general consensus is is that people are really enjoying it. There's a few outline um, issues and people with their own sort of um, problems with it, but that's great. That's what makes that's what makes these makes these conversations great and and the, the whole Marvel universe interesting because people do like some stuff and don't like other stuff, and that's okay. That's fine. And you know, if you didn't agree with anything that we've said, then you know that's cool that happens rmc um, says already i'm like yeah that that this hour goes by quick <laughs> no, 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 yeah i want to carry on um but no listen we've all got lives to lead so it's been great having you on jamie we're going to see you again like i said for the next five weeks you're going to be with us yeah so, be back next week yeah so hopefully um alex will be back soon if you're listening yes. alex uh, you know wishing you well mate go on jaren what did you want to say I'll say the last thing too, from all the reviews that I've read and even the showrunners have said this episode four is supposed to be a huge turning point. Uh, so it sounds like things may hit the fan when we get to episode four. So looking forward nice. to that. Nice. Nice. Cool. Um, have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your input. It's been great. Thank you, Monty. Thank you, Roxy. We've had loads on tonight. Lisa, RMC, Raymond. Um, yeah. Everybody, great job. Thank you very much for your input. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jaren. We'll We'll see see you next week. Take care. See you there.